0: Hi, I'm Dave Hendon, and I'm joined, I'm happy to say, by Mark Selby to see what he's been up to uh, of late. Well, I guess the answer to that, Mark, is not much.
1: Not really, mate. No, just been stuck in the house like everybody else. But uh, quite fortunate uh, where we live in the village. We've got, like a nice lake.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess the first question mark is—is is everyone well? That's the most important thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, so far so good. Uh, obviously, I've gone out a couple of times on the weekly shop myself and been like the Michelin man, you know, just <laughs> covering myself up head to toe, taking no risks. But uh, yeah, I mean, absolute carnage, as you, as you can imagine. right? Like same for everybody. So, uh, just got to stay in the house and, and stay safe and wait till it blows over, I suppose.
0: Am I right in saying, though, you have a table um, at home, so you've been able to—you've been one of the few, I guess, who can still play.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've got a table of time. I mean, I've not really hit the ball since obviously, the tournaments have been cancelled. I mean, I probably am going to start just practicing a little bit Monday, even if I just play for an hour a day, just to just to keep my arm in. So, uh, yeah, I'm, like am say, I'm one of the fortunate players to, to be able to do that. I mean, everyone else their clubs are shut and can't play until obviously they'll reopen and, and back to normality. So I'm quite fortunate in that way.
0: But as you say, if there's no tournament or no set date to play for, then apart from the enjoyment and just sort of keep yourself ticking over, there's not a huge amount of point. It feels like the season's ended in a way, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, for me, I've always, like, when I've practised, I've always practised because I know obviously I've got something to strive for or you've got a tournament coming up or you've got a goal to aim for. But like you say, at the moment, I feel like a a retired snooker player, (laughs) not knowing when the next tournament's coming round. And I'm not just one of those players where I can just practise for the sake of practising and just go through the motions not leading up to anything because you're not really... Prepping for anything, I know you can still work on things that you feel like you, like you was weak on. But uh, like I say, even if the tournament does get announced like it's going to be back on at some stage, it's still going to be a few months away, so you've got plenty of time to, to get
0: into it again. And of course, this time now into April, I mean, this has always been World Championship time. We'd be looking ahead to the qualifying, then obviously they make the draw, then the Crucible. So it's kind of a difficult time, I guess, for the, for people in the snooker world, players, fans, everybody. It's just not going to be happening, you know, at the same time this year.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously, as big as Snooker is, obviously, there's a lot of other bigger sports where their events have been cancelled as well. I mean, even now the Olympics being been cancelled until next year, which is, like, huge, probably one of the biggest events to be cancelled. But, uh, yeah, for players, obviously, I'm fortunate that I've had a good few seasons the last few years. So, if you do have a few months off financially, you still, you still can be OK for a few months. But, obviously, you still want to be earning. But then you've got some other players lower down the rankings or on the verge of, like, staying on or falling off like them obviously not having no income for a few weeks and it's not as if you can think well I'll go out and get another job and do something else to get some income because you can't go out mm. so I mean it's difficult you know but uh, what, what can you do? we just got to listen to the main people, the government and whatever they say we've got to go with
0: Yeah, when it does all start again and we don't know when that will be I guess you you know you have got the table at home, which must be an advantage. But it's hard to just pick up the form again. I mean, you've had a good season, you know, you won two ranking events. Um, it's going to take a bit of time, though, isn't it, to get back into the swing of it?
1: Yeah, it will do. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, the love for the game's still there. Mm. I mean, obviously, I don't feel as though it'll take me as long as what I think it would do by having too much time off. But in a way, sometimes it's nice to just have a break from it all. I mean, normally you have your break after the season finishes for a month or two months. But sometimes it's nice to just switch off and just get away from it to go back fresh so hopefully that is the case I mean like you say hopefully it comes around sooner rather than later but the main thing is at the moment that everyone stays healthy and obviously we try and narrow the casualties down to a minimum.
0: spoke to Sean Murphy last week and he uh, I think he might be going a bit mad because he told me that he uh, he went on YouTube and watched an old Eddie Chart and Cliff Thorburn match uh, just to sort of keep his snooker you know interest going have you have you done that have you been watching any any snooker at all? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, watching them play as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, people are just trying to just do anything, you know, just try and occupy the time because it's difficult. I mean, it sort of makes you realise uh, that you do take life for granted. I mean, mm. just getting up in the morning, going out in
0: the car, going to the club or just doing day-to-day things, you sort of take it for granted when you're in situations like this. Absolutely. So a lot of people have been sort of hitting Netflix and so on. Have you Have you been watching anything in particular that you can tell us about?
1: Yeah, a little bit of Netflix. Uh, me and Vicky watched the series uh, When They See Us mm. uh, a few days ago, which was good, was about uh, four or five young boys who got accused of uh, of raping a young girl. And it turns out, obviously, none of them did it, but they still got sentenced and were still in prison for between six to 14 years, obviously being wrongly accused. And then one of the guys who was in prison ended up coming out and, and, and saying that he did do it and he'd been in prison for, for many, many years. So, I mean... That was, that was quite a good watch but yeah I mean Netflix is a godsend really because there's a lot of great things on there even like sporting documentaries you can watch and, and so on
0: like that so uh, you just watching normal TV it's not always- Yeah, I, I asked Sean this as well and uh, I'm not saying you, you, you're going to do this but if you were given the choice okay you've got a few hours I'm going to give you the tape of one of your matches and it could be any match probably not not a world championship victory because they're obvious some, some, something else and you're going to relive a special moment in your career What what do you think it would be?
1: Stephen Lee, I suppose, mm. Like winning my first tournament as a professional. I know it wasn't a ranking tournament, but it's one of the, the three biggest tournaments we've been playing on the, on the uh, Triple Crown. And to have that as winning my first title, obviously, like to win any title is, is amazing, but to win your first tournament and it to be the Masters on my debut as well, uh, yeah, it would probably have to be that. I mean, the first three matches I won was 6-5 and then played Stephen Lee in the final and played well and won, won 10 three, But any of them first three matches could have gone either way, unfortunately. On the winning side on all
0: three of them Would you ever actually do that? Would you ever actually I mean have you, have you even got like tapes of, of your matches?
1: Uh, not really no I'd probably just have to do what Sean's done and just go on YouTube and try and watch him back but then sometimes you don't always get the whole match you mm. probably just get like eight or nine minutes or it might be one of the frames where you had a good break or or something like that so it's difficult to, to try and trace a whole match back
0: mm. Who would Who do you think would be the worst player to be isolated with if you were said right the next two months you've got to spend <laughs> all your time with this person who would it be?
1: How do a start <laughs> so many of them go, Uh I don't know I mean obviously without being disrespectful obviously like they're all great lads are on tour but to be locked down uh, prob- probably Dominic Dale I mean obviously like I, I love Dominic to bits and he's a great lad but spending half hour with him can be brutal sometimes so being locked down for a few months would be absolute carnage you will be suicidal by the
0: end of it. Well, yeah, but you, you maybe, but you'd learn a lot about old cues in the process, wouldn't you? In fairness. Oh yeah, you, yeah,
1: you'll be a connoisseur of cues and watches. But, uh, <laughs> other than that, you'll be pulling your hair out.
0: And finally, uh, you know, we have a lot of snooker fans listening. Have you got any sort of message for them? You know, maybe just a few, a few words of wisdom, just to keep everybody going. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: obviously, just just stay safe. I mean, try and watch as many snooker. Matches back if you can. Obviously, like I YouTube, obviously, it keeps them interested. I know the snooker fans are fanatical when it comes to snooker, so obviously, there's lots and lots of great matches over the years, what they can keep on watching. And uh, yeah, just stay involved that way because sooner or later, obviously, snooker will be
0: back on the calendar, and it's great to have the fans following us around and, and carry on supporting. Brilliant. Well, uh, stay safe, Mark, and hopefully, we will all be together again soon.
1: Cheers, Dave. You too, mate. Take Cheers. care. Sports Social Podcast Network.